All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. My hot Cali guy, who we have finally come up with a name for, by the way, came to Las Vegas and we spent a wonderful afternoon together. I'm going to be talking all about the dirty details very soon. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing way to start meeting other lifestylers today, and it couldn't be easier. All you have to do is jump on there, fill out a profile, and start meeting people. It is truly that simple. And if you're one of those people that's like, hey, I'm hearing about all these great clubs and events and other fun things going on, but I don't know where to find them, Cassidy is the place for that too. You can go to their clubs and events tab and see everything coming up in your area or wherever you may be traveling. And if you want to try Cassidy free for an entire month, all you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for a month. We hope to see you at cassidy.com. So, you were slutty pants this week. I was slutty pants this week. I feel like we always start the episode talking about how slutty we've been, and everyone's probably like, yeah, no fucking shit. Well, I don't know. It's not that normal that we're both as active as we've been at the same time. Why do you think we've been more active lately? Because we've been pretty naughty. I don't know. I guess it's really just timing, right? I think it's the weather. (laughs) I don't know about that. It's so fucking hot. I don't want to do anything. Half the time I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to go. I got to drive there. But doesn't the sun make you feel like sexier? There's something about like sun being on my skin that just makes me feel like a dirty slut. And I love it. I guess. So I guess that means we need to spend more time out at the pool. So. Oh, yeah, because I'm not slutty enough. I I really need to get more adventurous. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just. Well, look timing right everything that's going on all the events that are taking place things that are happening and people's schedules have opened up a little bit over the summer at least my friends schedules have opened up a little bit um so i guess that has something to do with it and here's the other thing there was a couple of weeks where you and i were hot and heavy we were going at it you and me you and me oh like multiple times a day and and when we get that way all the other opportunities seem to be grander yeah i know right like oh i could do this because well here's what's happening because you and i are reconnecting so intensely after these encounters it's like okay i need to have another one of those because i want to go repeat that right so while the the encounters with our friends are super fucking hot they always i mean are you know they're just amazing it's really like we're striving for our reconnection Right. I mean, that's really what it, for, that's what it was for me. Well, I think it feeds off of each other. Like you, for me, sure. me playing with somebody else specifically has a way of driving your and my sex life like no fucking doubt. crazy and vice versa. Like the more that you and I are having sex, the more I'm like, well, I want to go out and have a dirty experience with someone else and then talk to Brian about it. And it's just like this constant chain of events. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's like a domino effect. It's fucking hot. I don't know what it is, but it's great. And I'm loving every second of it. I was, Jade had asked me about it the other day. We were just talking about it and just jokingly, like, how do you keep up with the, you know, the all of us girls kind of thing you know that that all of us thing. girls how many it, girls does she think you I, have well, and that was the thing i was like because she assumes it does she doesn't know like that i'm you know i 
meeting as many people as you are. I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's you and Brenna right now, with the exception of the occasional friend that potentially either comes into town or, you know, that kind of thing. It's just us because I don't have the, I, I just don't have the interest necessarily in trying to meet new people only because I've had such terrible experiences digitally, just like this couple I told you about the other day. It's so ridiculous. So I, I'm kind of shying away from that. But with some of my local friends, it's just been that much more intense, right? And she's like, well, you know, how are you doing? I'm like, well, it's not easy because Brent and I are super fucking hot and heavy. And so it, it's been a lot. So you're fucking a lot. It's a lot. And yeah. you're 53. And she and she's like, well, she's turned on by the idea, obviously, because she now knows that when she and I played like just the other day, which, you know, anytime a woman or anyone for that matter, a guy, girl, whoever, depending on what you're looking for, sends you a message like... Just come inside. I'm upstairs naked. Ooh. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. That doesn't suck. No. And if, no, absolutely not. So immediately that 45-minute drive to her house in traffic, I'm like, fuck. Feels like four hours. Yeah. Any fucking worse. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, you know, I get, I play with her. We spend time together. And then it's our time. And I don't, It's we've been getting this question a lot. Why don't you guys play together? Why do you play separately? I can't explain it any better than that it's that's just what works right right that's the, that's the whole thing and so i think to answer your question the long answer to your question i think the more you and i are engaging with other people the more intense our intimacy is and therefore we chase it that's just what happened yeah i guess it doesn't really so much matter why it's just fucking awesome and i love it i will say though and i'm going to talk about him later in the episode by the way we're going to call my hot california friend jordan we've Makes decided on that name sense. And I think that his and my dynamic has also led to a different connection between you and I. Yes. Because he's a very dominant man. I come back all bruised up and sore. And some of the reconnection you and I have had even just over that has been super fucking hot. There's yeah. something different about a man manhandling me and then me coming home to you. Yeah. Once again, we just had this conversation digitally with someone about that energy transference and what that means. So yes, you came back without giving too much away just yet. You were bruised, still are, big, still a big bruise on the left side of your ass. <laughs> and you were very sore. You were sore, more so than even normal. So while you and I are fucking, I'm conscious of it, obviously, and don't want to hurt you. And at the same time, I'm like, well, you earned it. <laughs> you this is this was your idea. No, that's part of the fun of it, it for is. me. Like for me, when I come home and I am sore, and I'm saying to you, like, oh, don't fuck me too hard. I'm sore. Right. Like I would tell you and be honest with you if I needed you to fucking stop. It's part of the play for yeah, us. Yeah, you're, it's just being coy, obviously, and it's it's fun for me because you know I again I don't see it, I don't hear it. I have an idea based on how you're acting, how your body looks. You were red all over your ass is bruised up you know and you got a little some marks on your neck and so i i get the idea of how intense it was and that, that, that you know it just drives me obviously um and that's just what works for us oh i fucking love it yeah so obviously we're going to be talking a lot more about jordan very soon but we've had some other things going on too like i said yeah. you played with jade this week how much fun uh, had somebody asked me one of our friends digitally asked me how it was i was like it was fucking amazing it was a great time it's well, a great of course time. it's going to be amazing it really is it, it's so much fun i enjoy so much uh, my play with her and i really appreciate the type of relationship that we have just like we were talking to someone again digitally today about emotions and because you've been playing for so long and you know the romantic factor 
that's not what this is about. Of course, we're friends and we have a connection and I care deeply for her and want her to be safe and happy and healthy and all those things. But that doesn't mean that that has to translate into some romantic element. And it's nice to not have that hanging over me with my relationship with her. Right, because it then really you is. feel pressured or you feel like yeah. you have to act different or yes. whatever. Yeah. Yes, it, there is that that added element of pressure for sure. And I don't have to worry about that. We just have a great fucking time. We really do. It's a blast. We have a lot of things coming up this week that I'm excited for. I haven't even really talked to you about it, but I definitely want to fuck my local dude at some point this week. He yeah, you reached had to put out. that off, didn't you? What's that? You put that off last week. They had an opportunity, but we had stuff going on. He wasn't feeling well. Actually, he was the one that put it off. Oh, so, you. yeah, okay. I'm very excited to see him again. I'm. We're, we've been chatting back and forth about what makes sense logistically, but I'm ready to get boned by him. Nice. And then Saturday, we have our big pool party, which I'm super yes. fucking excited about. Yes, we do. That'll be a lot of fun. No play there, obviously. This is a optional pool party with a bunch of local friends. It should be just a blast. We're going to play a bunch of games. Yes. I'm going to break out the strap-ons. That's my favorite game. I know it is. <laughs> No one is surprised by hearing any of that. <laughs> not the strap ones to fuck someone, just for the record. Yeah. We can't fuck at the pool, unfortunately. That is not a thing. No, <laughs> Although, you know what? I've never really been into that. Like, we've been to resorts and shit where people can play anywhere. We just saw it. I don't like the whole fucking in the pool thing. Well, not even in, just in the pool. It's like when you're walking around, I always feel like I'm intruding. Right, it's so weird. <laughs> like we're uh, we're at Sea Mountain, and people can play. Just well, about I was the anywhere. one sucking cock at Sea Mountain. You totally were. You totally were. Totally. Yeah, but I've never fucked anyone. No, no. Like in that environment. But I always feel I always feel like a, a creepy fucking voyeur. Like <laughs> I know that people are out in the open and they clearly don't mind being watched. But I never want to like walk past from the pool to the restroom or to the bar. You're trying to not make too much eye contact. I, I, don't, I don't even look at them. <laughs> I don't even look in that direction. It's so fucking weird. Like, I don't want to be that weirdo. And so, uh, yeah, I don't, I, listen, I couldn't do it. I can't be on display like that. That is just not my thing. Uh, kudos to anybody that can. I don't have that in me. But yeah, I always find it strange that people are just, I mean, and they're all over the place fucking at the pool. It's hilarious. Yeah. But I don't want to be, like, <laughs> the last thing I want to do is make eye contact. That is the last thing I want to do. I don't want you to think I'm looking to get involved. I don't want you to think I'm looking too hard. It's like I want to put my hand over my eyes and just walk straight straight ahead. Do not look at the periphery. Keep on looking down. Yeah, because you don't want to be the creepy dude that's like, you know, trying to not be conspicuous jerk in his cock doing Because you see that too. Like well, people yeah. sucking cock at the pool and the other guy just like stroking his cock in the water. It's like, eh, I just don't like that's, that. But that's the norm, right? But what you don't ever see is a couple having at it and a woman sitting at the end of the pool playing with herself. Like you never <laughs> see that. So I do not want to be, I don't even want people to think that I'm thinking of doing that. Yeah. So I never put myself in that situation. But yeah, it's, look, we're going to have a great fucking time. I can't wait. We got a lot of very cool fucking people coming, a lot of local friends. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, I'm super excited. And then, of course, you know, gearing up for Podbash, which is full court press, cannot wait. Already planned Podbash 2024. We are not giving any of that away. Our Podbash folks uh, will find out first what that's all about. It's already a, it's already a done deal. I cannot Ugh. fucking wait for that. I'm so excited for the, this one. I, I just want to get to the next one. I know, me it's too. It's crazy. It's like the highlight of the year for us. So it's so much fun. It really is. Like my favorite. People ask all the time, "What's your favorite event that you guys host?" That's the one. Pod Absolutely. Bashes. Absolutely. Well, and the thing that people don't understand, like you go to events, you go to takeovers, whatever. Unless you're a total stick in the mud, you're probably going to be able to find some fun, whatever that may look like, yeah. whether it's socializing or fucking or dancing or whatever. Yeah. This is a different thing, though. This is not just 
you go and you might fuck someone and you dance a little bit. Like these people make lifelong friends with each other. That's the that's the thing about it that I love because we don't see a lot of them all year. Right. You know, maybe once a year, occasionally, whatever. It's a really an amazing time to get together with people. Which I also want to mention. So we talked a little bit about it. I did have a friend come in from out of town that I got to play with again, only for the second time. The first time was I. If people remember, if you listen, I was the only other person she'd ever been with other than her husband. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Like, hard stop, ever. I didn't know that at the time. So she came into town. They both did. And we got to meet him. He's fucking amazing. And I, I guess the thing for me is, because I don't see her often, I didn't see her for seven months, maybe, right? Eight months, something like that. The sex is very different. It's intense. You remember a little bit about what it was like the first time. But then it's like, oh, this is this is not quite the same. And it's just that much hotter because of that time in between. I tend to think that people that come to like pot, events like Podbash or go to events like once a year and they see some of the same people, but they don't see them before that or in between. It's like they're super fucking worked up to see those people again. Yeah, of the anticipation. course. I, I genuinely think that that's what goes on like at Podbash because you're just so fucking worked up. Well, that's the case for me. There's a couple coming that I've been able to play with in the past. And I've, I mean, I'm not going to make any assumptions, no, but no. I hope I get to play with them again. Same. I, I'm so fucking excited. There obviously are some folks that I cannot wait to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know you slut. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think there's something to that. Love the regular play partners and the consistency of that and, and, and having those relationships. There is something to be said for not having seen someone for seven, eight, nine, twelve months and then getting back together again. Well, even with hot California guy, Jordan, yeah. now that we have a fucking name for him, he and I have talked about this multiple times. If he lived here and we saw each other once a week, yeah. it wouldn't be the same as no. what it is right now because it's a constant buildup to the next time we're going to see each other. For sure. And you've got that, commu- you know, obviously you're digitally communicating all the time or talking on the phone. And so you've got that buildup. And then as it get- the time gets closer that you're going to see each other, it ramps up, yep. right? Which is always fucking hot. But there is something to be said for not seeing someone for a period of time, an extended period of time, having that memory in your mind of, wow, that last time was fucking hot, and then trying to recapture that again. Yeah. It's, I, that's one of the things I love most about Podbash because there's so many people that don't see each other, and then it's like you can tell when they get in the same room that heat is there again. Yeah, you know? 100%. It, it's so fucking cool. I love seeing the heat from afar, too. Oh, you can watch Like it. One of my favorite things about events, period, is seeing like the sexual tension yes. build between other people, yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck, we did that. Like Our event did that. You, you know what well, I mean? It's like you know on our Thursday nights, you can see that buildup because we got that two-hour period of time before the room's open. It's so fucking palpable. Well, it's funny because the doors open at eight and I would say from eight to nine is super chill, yes. super relaxed. Nine o'clock hits, things start to ramp up a yep. little bit. By like 9.50 because playrooms open at oh, 10. Yeah. You can see people. It is like people are itching to get their hands on each other and yep. it's fucking hot. Yeah, it's that last hour, 45 minutes where the people that are talking to each other like they stay talking to each other and then we make the announcement that the rooms are open and almost instinctively they just peel off. Yeah. Right? Like they've had the conversation about, hey, maybe, you know, would you like to play about 10 minutes before the room's <laughs> open and they are gone. Then all of a sudden it's just like a sexy glance across That's the it. room and it's like, okay, yeah, it's pants are on. coming off. <laughs> I fucking love that. I love that. So yeah, there, there is something about that kind of Build up, which you know, there everybody gets off on different stuff, man. We're I, I guess I'm weird. There's certain things I dig that you know people ask us all the time. What you know? Why don't you guys do this or why do you do that? It's like I don't know. I mean, we play separate because I don't need to see it. I prefer to hear it 
I prefer not to know. I, I prefer to use my imagination and then get back together with you and hear it from you. I just think that's the fucking hottest thing in the world. A lot of people can't wrap their heads around it. No, and I think one of the things, the analogies I've been using on like TikTok lives and stuff like that is, it to me, it's kind of like I'm giving you a Christmas present. Yeah. I know what it is. You don't know what it is. And I know that when you open it, you're going to be excited about it. And that's really exciting for me. Yeah, because, yeah, it's like you bought the present. You know exactly what it looks like. I have no fucking idea. I'm bringing I, I you home this something. slutty little present to yeah, open. I, I know I'm going to receive some gift. I don't know what that <laughs> gift entails. Exactly. Uh, unless, like, this situation, you come home, you get undressed. I'm like, oh, you're bruised up. I know exactly how this <laughs> went. I have a pretty good idea of what direction this fucking... Uh, thing took. I don't know? know. You might be surprised by some of this. Maybe, because I don't know shit about it, which is always <laughs> fun. Before we jump into Single Guy Tip of the Week, I want to mention, I did talk about a couple, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago now, that reached out to me digitally, like, uh, I think they reached out to me on Cassidy, and sent me, the, the husband sent me a very nice message that was bullet pointed about, hey, I know we're not a, a match, but really appreciate the message, and we're locals, would love to meet you guys for a drink if that ever happens, and you know, really, really nice. He dropped me his cell phone, I texted him and did the exact same thing, sent him back bullet pointed how I really appreciated <laughs> his message. And we had been communicating just a little, you know, here and there. He's like, oh, listen to the show. I thought it was really great, this and that. Well, he listened the other, I guess, I don't know, episode ago or two episodes ago, you and I were going to go to a theater event, which was basically... A mail review. A, a, yeah, it was a mail review, just a small local theater. It's supposed to be a very cool show. We did not end up going. We're we going to, not. though. Yeah, we're going to do that. We didn't have the opportunity to do it. We had just time got away from us and our schedules were fucked. But we are going to do it. Well, he reached out just the other day and said, hey, listen to the show. Would you share with me where that theater is since I'm a local? Of course, you know, LOL. I'm like, absolutely. I'll tell you where it is. I'm not telling a whole bunch of people where it is. <laughs> so I told him. I'm dying to hear whether they went or not because they would have just gone this Friday. So I'm going to text him Monday. So, yeah, it's like, you know, we talk about single guy tip and a couple's tips and all that. When you reach out to someone properly, just because it doesn't turn into anything physical or, you know, it's just this nice kind of communication that we have. Maybe we'll see them at an event. Maybe we'll be in the same place at some point. You know, maybe they'll meet us for a drink downtown or whatever. But I wish more people would talk about that in the lifestyle. The sure. idea of making platonic friends with other lifestylers. The reality is we have literally because of the show and because of how much we travel and how many events we go to, we have hundreds of friends. Platonic. I don't think we have fucked 20% of them. No, no way. No way. And that's okay. Nobody's like itching for that to happen. It's just like, we like them. They're cool. Maybe we don't play the same way. Maybe the attraction isn't there, but they're super fucking cool people that we like hanging out with. Yeah, absolutely. So th yeah, this is a situation where this could certainly turn into that. Also, you never know. They are local. We may know a lot of the same people and we may have some folks in our circles that we don't know and they don't know. And then you meet new friends, yeah. which is always the fucking cool part, right? It's because the best if, part of the lifestyle. Yeah, if they go to an event that's local and they go, hey guys, we're, we're going here if you want to meet us up, there's a, you know, having a drink, a meet up, meet and greet, whatever. We go, you never know who you end up meeting and, and you know, connecting with. So I just thought it was cool. It's one of those single couple or uh, couples tips of the week that really did turn into be very cool. Yeah, I love it. So single guy tip of the week this week, I have started communicating and I haven't even told you about this. So there's a guy that came to one of our Denver events and he also came to our Phoenix Hot Wife Hotel takeover. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? You showed me a picture of someone that you mentioned. Hey, do you recognize this guy from being in a couple of our, of our events? I didn't recognize his name, but I did recognize his picture when you sent it to He's me. a beautiful fucking man. We somehow ended up in the same Telegram group. I entered into like a different Telegram group that's not ours, just a different, you right. know, somebody invited me to one and I jumped in and we recognized each other in the group and started chatting on Telegram together and we were going back and forth and he's being very flirtatious. Things were definitely moving in the right direction and then he's like hey I know that you're probably very busy and you have a lot going on here's my phone number if you'd ever like to have a quick conversation over the phone just to maybe test out chemistry a little bit I would love that here's why I fucking love that the number of men that have just randomly called me yeah drives me fucking insane for multiple reasons first of all for texting back and forth just because we're texting does not mean I've given you consent to give me a phone call. Maybe I'm texting you, but I'm doing 12 other things at the same time. Right. So you have to ask the question. But also, and I don't think I'm alone in this. I'm sure a lot of millennials can totally relate to this. Probably Gen Z, too. Talking on the phone gives me fucking anxiety. I fucking hate talking on the phone. The only people I talk to on the phone are people we're doing business with and my little sister. Yeah. That is literally it. I don't talk to anyone on the phone. Even my grandma texts me at this point because she knows how much I fucking hate it. Yeah. So I liked that he gave, put the ball in my court and made me feel comfortable enough to be like, hey, like mentally, I'm not ready to talk to you on the phone right now. Give me a half hour and then I'll text you back or something. Yeah, but and listen, I appreciate that he did that. I think it's very cool. But it's also just a courtesy. It's just a courteous thing to do. How do you know that I'm not sitting at a desk working or I'm not in line at the bank or I'm not otherwise engaged with someone? You never, you know, you just don't know what people are doing. I, I could text someone doing just about anything, right? It doesn't mean I'm capable in that moment of speaking to you on the phone. Two very different things. Very, especially nowadays. It's so different, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate that he did that, but it is also the courteous thing to do. And kudos for him because, you know, you could say whatever you want, old-fashioned, you know, whatever. I do think that if a gentleman is reaching out first to whomever, I think that you have a responsibility to provide that courtesy and consent and etiquette. It, you just do. Yeah. I would never be so forward as to just, you know, I have regular play partners, obviously. There's a couple of folks I see locally. I don't just pick up the phone and call them. That never happens. No. They're busy people. One of them is a coupled person. So I'm not just going to pick up the phone. They could be at dinner together. They could be with family. You just don't do that. Yeah. Right? You always text, hey, if you have a minute, can I give you a call or can you call me when you have a moment? Always. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. I think of the guy, I was talking to a guy, this was several months ago, and I gave him my phone number, which I never usually fucking do. I usually use Telegram or other apps, but I gave him my phone number and we're texting back and forth. And then he calls me three times. Do you remember this situation? Yes, I sure do. We were, sit, we were in the middle of our fucking work day. Keep in mind, this was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. He calls me back to back to back three fucking times. I kept ignoring the phone call over and over again. Finally, he texts me and he's like, I'm calling you for a reason. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care if it's fucking, I, I was going to say aliens invading, but I guess that's already happened according to the government. That's I don't fucking know. But and, like, I don't care what the reason is for you calling me. Clearly, I'm ignoring it for a fucking reason. Yeah. Listen, unless it's family 
or one of our very few friends that actually pick up the phone and call us randomly, I don't just answer the fucking phone. It, it, where there's too much going on. And a lot of times you're in a space where you can't do that. Yeah. If you, you know, if I don't, an- if you call me and I don't answer it, there's a reason I'm not answering. So you don't need to call me three times. I am aware that you have called. I will call you back when I can or I won't. And I'll text you and say, hey, I can't fucking talk right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just for me, th- a lot of this just comes down to etiquette and just common courtesy. Everyone makes a big deal in the lifestyle about how they treat people and having courtesy and having, you know, is it okay to do this? Is it okay to do that? These are things that you shouldn't do anyway. It's yeah. normative life. Whether it's a lifestyle person or not. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. yeah. A lot of this, all of it translates, yeah. right? It's just common sense. Well, and I totally understand wanting to talk on the phone too, because unfortunately there, yes. especially if you meet on the cheap fucking apps or the free apps or no, whatever. I mean, the chances of you running into bots and fakes and people 100%. trying to catfish you. It's some 60-year-old dude jerking it while he's texting you naughty messages instead of the the hot woman that you think you're talking to. I totally get why you would want to do that. No doubt. But there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. And the way that this gentleman did it, the one that's come to our events, was fucking perfect. And I, and I appreciated it. We had a great conversation. You were gone doing something. He and I talked for like 20 minutes. It was delightful. Yeah, there's a process to all of that. Of course, you want to verify that you're talking to who you're who you think you're talking to it happens with couples a lot of times it's very normal especially when you know they're reaching out to either solo or single you know apparently single dudes totally get that no question and also do you really want to make it like you said you're talking to somebody over an app you you have pictures and images but you haven't really spoken to them and you're texting are you really going to go out of your way to meet somebody spend the time to make that date set the time aside Go to wherever you have to go, only to find out that the person, you know, either isn't who they say they are, or doesn't show up, or some shit like that. Yeah, I totally get it. There is a time for that, but you know, there's also a way to do it. Yeah. So the other thing I thought was interesting, we get a lot of times people reach out, and it's always this. It's kind of weird how they phrase it, right? It's like, do you meet people in the wild? I find that odd. That statement. What do you mean? Like, if you go to a bar and you- yeah, in other words, because we're lifestyle people do we go to like vanilla places like one of our local spots and try to pick people up right people just think that that's what we do like that's a normal thing there are a lot of lifestylers that do that we know people that exclusively do that in yeah. a lifestyle. we we absolutely know that that works <laughs> we don't typically do that but something i thought was interesting when you and i were out the other day because single guy tip of the week kind of I don't know, popped into my mind. Well, two things. One, we were out at one of our local spots yesterday and you told me like, oh my God, I forgot to tell you. The bartender was on one of the apps with you and you guys matched or something. No, I did not. I did not swipe, swipe on him. Right. But you saw him, which yes. means he probably saw you as right. well. He was not there at the bar when we were there. But I am curious to see how this goes <laughs> when we go back and he sees you. If he can't make eye contact, we know that he saw me. We'll know instantly. And we know the, I mean, we know the guy by name, literally. So I don't give a fuck. I think it'll be interesting. No, I'm, I'm super fucking excited to see how it goes. But there is another place that we go to routinely where we would probably go from here and have a cocktail after we're done with this recording. It is Sunday. And, and the bartender's so fucking yeah. hot yep. he's so fucking hot every time we go but in it's like you don't shit where you eat that no. whole concept which no. i hate that phrase but no, it, you know it's a it's a it's a thing yeah i don't want to hit on him make him uncomfortable and then we ruin our favorite fucking bar well i don't think we'll ruin it necessarily but i always find it interesting when people ask that question because it's like well yeah i guess if we went someplace that we didn't know anybody or we were out of town and something came up but to do it in the places where we go routinely uh, I don't know. I just yeah, because we it's only weird. go to three fucking places. So if we Pretty did much. it here, we're going to see people. Also, like the bartenders all know us there. So yeah. if we're sitting at the bar and I'm hitting on some dude that's sitting next to me,
me. They're hearing it. Yes. So yeah, I mean, I think it's more for other people's comfort that we don't do that shit than our own. No, oh, there's no doubt. Really, for the people that work there, honestly, because again, we know these people, and to do that would be just fucking awkward. Yeah. Right. It would be so weird. I mean, it's Vegas. They probably don't give a fuck. We're probably probably thinking way too much about it. Probably, but I do, I do find that question interesting, mainly because you know, just as single guy tip of the week was going through my head, there was a couple that reached out to me also. And it's uh, this happens a lot, you know that it's hey, uh, we want I want to meet you, my you know, my wife. I think my wife will find you attractive, kind of thing. Come meet us at a bar. She'll be sitting here. We'll be sitting there. She'll be wearing this, and just hit on her. It's like no, 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 no. That nope. that's not happening. That's called coercion, and yeah. it's disgusting. I'm not doing that. But that makes me feel a little like when people say, are you meeting people in the wild? It it gives me the same feeling and I don't like it. Okay, see, that's my whole thing, too. Like, I've multiple times thought, like, we'll be sitting somewhere and there's a really hot guy that's sitting very close to us. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. But then I'm like, that's a lot to dump on some person that you have no fucking idea. First of all, you don't know if they're taken, if they're single, if they're monogamous, if they're non-monogamous, if they're having a good day, if they're having a bad day. To me, that's kind of the same thing as like when people hit on us when we're on like TikTok lives. I'm not here for that reason. When I'm on the lifestyle sites and I'm in that mindset, totally fine. But when I'm here talking to a bunch of people, I'm not really looking to be hit on. Same thing with these people. I don't know. It just feels a little icky to me. Yeah. I mean, if you're out on a girl's night, I totally, that's it's just, you know, that's yeah, what Yeah, if I was doing. out with a group of girls and someone hit on me and then I could say, like, just so you know, I'm partnered but available, that's different. Or if you saw a guy and go, you know, I'm going to go give him my number. Totally cool. But if the two of us are there, you're going to really have to that, – that, somebody's got to really – understand what's happening that could be very uncomfortable yeah i I don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable like that well the guy that i'm playing with here locally that's actually how he got into the lifestyle is a couple hit on him and picked him up at a bar it's a thing and then he was like oh fuck this is actually a thing yeah no absolutely it is and we like i said we have friends that do that exclusively and they do they do very well at it (laughs) but they typically do pick up single men because they're you know a hot wife couple much easier to do than picking up a couple. Oh my God, I mean, yes. in, infinitely more difficult. Although I will tell you this, I, and you know this because we've talked about it many, many times, we have swinger dar at this point. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> swinger radar. Like we've been places and we've seen couples together and it is without any doubt in our mind, I am 1000% convinced that they are lifestyle. Absolutely. It's the way that they're interacting with each other. Sometimes they're both being flirty with a bartender or they're being very flirtatious and friendly with the people around them. Yeah. I'm like, I would bet fucking anything that those people are lifestyle. Yeah, again. And that's different. It is. That's very different. If, if you can pick up on those things and maybe try to figure out a way to, to, to work that in. But yeah, the idea of like the hooking up with people in the wild, I don't know. I'm not judging that other people do it. I just feel like I would be a little bit like uncomfortable and grossed out by it. Yeah, of course I'm saying that and I'm thinking to myself, well, I, you know, I have picked up a few bartenders, but that was very (laughs) different. They approached me on the subject, clearly knew what was going on between you and I. That I would, that I understand that more because again, it's especially in this situation, like the ones I'm thinking of, they were gals and there's no way that we would ever be forward enough to do that with a you know a gal behind the bar. We would absolutely ha- they someone would have to say something to us. Well, of course, right? yeah. But anyway, like I said, I find it interesting. I kind of correlate the picking people up in the wild thing with the single guy tip of the week only because I was thinking of that scenario. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, the I just don't think it's for me. Not not ordinarily. Well, you know what is for me getting railed by Jordan. Let me fucking tell you. I have no doubt. <laughs> I'm so excited to tell you about this story because so much happened. I mean, it was a wild afternoon. It was multiple sessions. It was just an absolute wonderful experience. So I'm going to be talking about that shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Port Swingers podcast. 
cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a much better way to break your bad habits. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of drastic and uncomfortable changes, why not just remove the bad from your habit? That's where Fume comes in because it's an innovative, award-nominated device that does exactly that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air, and instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, plant-based, and delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit that you're free to enjoy guilt-free. There are a lot of people out there that struggle with bad habits, one of them being, for example, hand-to-mouth type bad habits, and in the lifestyle, that can be a big turnoff. Also, you just want to be a healthier person, right? So try Fume. I think it's so freaking cute. This device is adorable. It's like wood and metal. It fits perfectly in your hand. It's sleek. It's chic. I love it. And I must say, you have to try the mid filter in there. It tastes absolutely delicious. I find myself just picking it up and using it throughout the day, not necessarily even to break a bad habit, just because it tastes so good. So if you want to try Fume for yourself right now, you can. Join the over 100,000 customers that Fume has helped break up with destructive habits by picking up their journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code FPS to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use code FPS to save an additional 10% off of your order today. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Shameless Care. There are so many people that have reached out to us over the years telling us about their performance issues when they first get into the lifestyle or when they're trying something new in the lifestyle or maybe even when they just start playing with a new partner for the first time. There can be a lot of anxiety in those environments and that's okay because Shameless Care is here for you. They have providers in all 50 states ready to help you with ED medication and it's delivered discreetly to your door. It's also a lot less expensive than some providers out there and listeners of our show can actually try it for even less right now if you go to shamelesscare.com and use code fps at checkout you can get your first month of ed medication for 30 dollars off they also have at-home lab test kits that include throat swabs which is very important i'm not sure if you guys are regularly getting throat swabs but you absolutely should be get all of shameless care services at shamelesscare.com and use code fps for 30 dollars off your first month Pod Bash 2023 is right around the corner and we could not be more excited. If you guys are not familiar with what this event is, let me tell you a little bit about it. We basically invite a bunch of other lifestyle podcasters to join us for a big weekend party. We do everything from sexy games at the pool during our pool parties, nightly themed dance parties, and so much more. And it's all happening in a beautiful boutique hotel five minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. But the best part about Pod Bash is the relationships that you form. A lot of people come to Podbash over and over again. They make lifelong friends. They travel with each other throughout the year. We have a Telegram group where people chat ahead of time to get to know each other and take some of the anxiety out of going to an event out of the equation. And we would love for you to be a part of it. This year, Podbash is happening right here in Las Vegas, September 28th through October 1st. There are a few rooms left and there are day and weekend passes now available. You can get all of the information and apply for free membership by heading to members.frontporchswingers.com today. We hope to see you at Podbash 2023. So I think my favorite thing I've decided about Jordan at this point is he is down for fucking anything. Like this is one of those guys I could come to him and lay out pretty much any fucking scenario and he's going to be into it. He's incredibly adventurous. He's very open minded and he's always down to try new things with me. And I just fucking love him for that reason. He's also like the most laid back 
chill guy I think I've ever met. Like he, nothing phases him. Oh, he's so ridiculously relaxed. Yes. And I, I really appreciate that about him from a play dynamic. So anyway, what happened was he I obviously went to visit him in California last month. This month he decided to come see me and he got a room here and he was only spending the day. He flew in in the morning. He flew out at night. But we still had a room so that we could, you know, fucking it all fucking day, yeah, exactly. which is what we did. And I packed this whole backpack. I was ready for this. I had multiple pieces of lingerie in it. I had makeup because I knew he was going to completely destroy my hair and makeup like he does every fucking time we're together. I also brought my flogger. I brought a paddle and I brought the vampire gloves. Well, I, also, you got to keep in mind, he flew in at like 7 a.m. Yes. He went and had breakfast. I dropped you off at his hotel at 10 a.m. Yes. I did not pick you up until 5 when it was time for him to take an Uber to the airport. Right. And then you and I had date night. That's the part that people, I think, a lot of times, at least the people that reach out to us after they hear that, that they find the most interesting. Right? Like you, Why? I don't I, get that. I don't Listen, I don't either. I don't get it either. <laughs> Why is that weird? I don't know. It's not certainly not the first time you and I have done it. And sure as hell isn't going to be the last. We do that a lot because we like to make the most of that time. So, yeah, we spent the rest of the night just you and I out on date night. But people find it strange. Yeah, we weren't really out for that long because no. we were itching to get home yeah. and fuck. Like you say we were, you know, we went on this big extra. We were out for like an hour and then we went home and you fucked my brains yeah, out. Yeah, well, let's not forget. We were, there were rare occasions where we end up on the strip this just happened to be one of them now fortunately we were on the very kind of you know the south end of the strip not too far into the strip so we were able to get out of there quickly and shoot over someplace else and since we were already in the area and out we just spent a little time out we never fucking do that but you know certain situations you know it, it kind of lends itself to what we're doing right so but people do find it strange. They do find it odd. First of all, they find it odd that we're all about the reconnection as opposed to being there and listening and or watching. But then they find it even stranger that we can go from that kind of scenario to date We can night. go from me getting my brains fucked out by somebody else to date night to you fucking my brains out. Yeah, it's hard Again, for I don't know why that's weird. As I'm saying it, I'm like, I think it makes all the fucking sense in the world. Well, but it doesn't sound like a, it sounds to me like the perfect day. Right? I, I, I can't imagine really doing anything better, honestly. So I don't know. I wish we could do that every fucking day. Oh, shit. <laughs> so anyway, I pack up my backpack. You drop me off at the hotel. He is still getting checked in. He got early check-in. He meets up with me in the lobby. We go up to the room, and we are not in the room for... We're in there for 10 seconds, and we're already starting to touch each other. He's kissing on me. There was this moment he literally, like, picked me up and, like, threw me on the bed and got on top of me and was just making out with me. And I was, like, I was still in my dress and everything. And I had this whole thing planned out. I was going to lay out the flogger and lay out the battle and lay out the vampire gloves and change into this piece of lingerie. That didn't fucking happen. Yeah, the best laid plans. Again, we were so fucking just the anticipation had built up so much because leading up to this, he and I are dirty texting each other almost every fucking day. And we're saying the dirtiest, just most taboo fucking shit to each other. I mean, it got naughty. It got raunchy. So by the time we're in each other's presence, it's like, I can't not touch you. Well, that's, again, we were just talking about it earlier, that whole amount of time in between when you see somebody and you continue to, you know, really cultivate that, that heat, that intensity. As it gets closer, it's, you know, it's hard to fucking wrap your head around. Well, it was funny, too, because even when we met up in the lobby, we're surrounded by a bunch of people. But I'm like, I just want him to, like, fucking make out with me. Yeah. We didn't. 
even in the elevator, I kind of like touched him a little bit. He touched me a little bit, but we we behaved ourselves. But too many people around you. That place was packed. When we got into the room, all bets were fucking off. He literally throws me on the bed. I'm in this cute little dress and nothing comes off. We just start making out with each other and I'm starting to rub his, his cock over his pants and he's talking about all the dirty shit he wants to do to me. And I'm like, yes, I want you to do it all to me. He tells me to flip over. He starts kind of spanking my ass a little bit. And then he starts biting and like sucking on my ass at the same time, which is where the big bruise came from. Yeah, I saw ass. the bruises very clearly. That's exactly what happened. It's it not was, like a like a hand slap. It was fucking hot. I mean, I really did just love that. It was it was I don't even know how to describe it. It felt so animalistic. Like I was just being devoured in that moment. And he, you know, in between biting and sucking on my ass, he's like coming up for air to tell me dirty things like, oh, I'm going to wear this ass out. You're going to be so sore by the time you go home you're gonna go back to brian being used up and i'm like oh this is so fucking hot well you definitely were no question (laughs) so then i'm like i really want to suck your cock and he says okay this man does i don't just suck his cock okay that's not what happens when he and i are together he's very aggressive he knows exactly how to give it to me so he, he starts immediately face fucking me like the cock is not even in my mouth yet and he's already pushing my head into his cock and like shoving it down my throat and it was fucking amazing i loved it i don't know what it is i know this is gonna sound fucked up and i know i've said it on past episodes to feel used like that by somebody that you trust and somebody that you respect and you know they respect you but in that moment there is no fucking respect it's just like using my body that is so fucking hot to me well there is that component of like you said being being used almost almost taken advantage of with the exception of course that there is full consent however with that like passionate using type feeling it's also obvious that that person in that moment absolutely desires you right like that's the big thing i think for me honestly one of the things that turns me on the most about it is the level of confidence that that takes right. because I mean, there are a lot of men out there that want to say that they're very dominant and then we get into the bedroom and it's like, okay, clearly you're not. Like, you might spank my ass a couple times when I'm bent over, but that's going to be about the equivalent of your level of dominance over me. This is a man who knows how to fuck with my mind. Like I said, shoving his cock in my mouth and immediately starting to face fuck me, that takes such a level of confidence that immediately it's like, I, I feel like I'm melting into this submissive puddle, if you will. Yeah, it's almost like you don't have, you're like, you weren't given a choice. And I don't have to think. I just let my fucking mind just go completely free. The only thing I'm thinking about is how much I love that this beautiful cock is down my throat in that moment. Yeah, again, it's just that whole thing where I don't have to, you know, it's understood. We, you, The energy is understood. You know what's going to happen. You kind of have an idea of what direction it's going to take but just you know the confidence as you mentioned but also the ability to do that and know that it's going to be received well right? 100%. that comes from that regular kind of getting to know you thing there's something to it i i firmly believe that while stranger sex is super fucking hot there is something to be said for when you get to really know someone's body so At one point, he tells me to lay down on my back. He starts playing with my pussy. Again, I have a little sundress on, no panties, of course. And he pulls my dress down, pulls my tits out of my bra, and shoves his cock back in my mouth. So now he's fingering me. He's he's using one hand to finger me, one hand to play with my tits, and he's still just shoving his cock down my throat. I felt so fucking submissive in that moment. I loved it. That went on for quite a while. I mean, we laid there doing nothing but like oral and touching each other and everything 
something for probably a good 20 to 30 minutes. It was a good long period of time. And honestly, it set the stage for everything. It really did. It just put me in the right mindset. I was relaxed. I was super fucking worked up. I could tell I was dripping fucking wet. So, I mean, of course, I'm like, I need you to fuck me like right fucking now. And he's like, okay. So (laughs) he spanks me a couple times. Like I'm kind of on my side at this point. He kind of reaches around, starts kind of spanking my ass a little bit, starts spanking my tits a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I told you I need your fucking cock. And he's like, you don't get to decide when I fuck you. And I'm like, oh God. Yeah, obviously letting you know once again, he's running the show so once we do start fucking i started off on my back i was laying on my back he gets on top of me he starts fucking me and he's kind of biting on my neck a little bit not too much because i did tell him after the last time that like the neck might be not the best idea because the last time i was with him i had a bite mark on my neck for probably a week and a half yeah you couldn't wear your hair up it looked crazy it was insane i went through so much fucking makeup it was insane and i could never cover it because it was so purple it just ended up looking like this red blob on my neck it was so bad so i was like let's maybe not do that he did it a little bit he kind of started biting on my shoulder a little bit then he started biting on my tits and then he slides inside of me feels so fucking good but he starts off teasing the shit out of me like he's just barely putting it in barely moving and i'm like dude you got to give me more than this so at one point i kind of like rip him on his legs and i'm pushing myself into him he just starts laughing like trying to take control listen i'm here to tell you man the the the, doing that like going from you could call it teasing obviously but going from less aggressive to uber aggressive that switch it happens with me and jade she'll get on top of me and just grind on my cock oh that's so fucking hot and have an orgasm i'll be biting on her nipples and she's just grinding on me and she'll have an orgasm and it's not super hard and rough and aggressive i'm just kind of letting her do her own thing and then from there it's like boom she's on her back condom on and i am one hand around her neck one on her fucking ankle it's over her head she's super limber by the way she can absolutely put her ankles behind her head and so you know then it's like you know choke holding her down to go from one to the other fucking insane yeah so he starts off really slow teasing the shit out of me we're kind of joking about it a little bit back and forth and then he just starts fucking giving it to me and from there shit got wild the entire time he's on top of me by the way we did not switch positions at all he is just on top of me but everything that you could imagine that would be happening was happening i mean he's leaning down to make out with me starts biting my bottom lip he bites on my tits again he starts slapping my tits he He's talking dirty to me, and I'm like, that feels so good, Daddy. Give me more. (laughs) You're very naughty. (laughs) I fucking loved it. That went on for a long time, and there was one point where I was like, uh we're both sweating and this is the only dress that i have like my dress is still on yeah it's gotta come off the dress is hiked up i don't have panties on my tits are out but like the dress is still on we're both just sweating into my beautiful little sundress (laughs) finally he's like do you want to change into something and i was like sure so we gotta take a break i go into the bathroom i put on this neon green slip number that i I have that i fucking love I come back out. I also came out with a towel for him because we do we get wild. I mean, and again, I'm saying all of this and maybe over the course of five minutes, the first session that we had together, we fucked for easily an hour and a half straight. Yeah, well, you guys, again, together all day from 10 to 5. 
it's just, I mean, and it's so fun too. I never get bored because we're talking dirty to each other the whole time and he's providing all of these different sensations for me. It's just so fucking hot. So anyway, I go in, kind of clean myself up really quick, change into my lingerie. I come back out. We immediately just start making out with each other again. He bends me over the bed and starts spanking my ass. And of course, that's driving me fucking crazy. I can feel just, I'm so wet in between my legs. It's dripping down my legs. I'm sure probably onto the floor. Like that's how turned on I was by this whole thing spanking me spanking me spanking me so then he tells me to get up on the bed um I'm facing away from him he starts fucking me from behind and then I'm like you know I want you to come for me will you come I want to feel your you know your cock pulsate inside of me and he's like okay so he has this crazy orgasm and at this point I had come multiple times and literally we just like collapsed on the bed together it was so fucking hot and we go immediately from that to he's like do you want to go down to the pool for a little bit I could use you know a little bit of a cool off I'm like absolutely so we go down to the pool and we still can't stop fucking touching each other I mean there's one point I'm like rubbing my ass on his cock in the fucking pool I mean it wasn't anything too perverse we were keeping it pretty yeah you're in a PG-13. Yeah, regular pool with other folks you know yeah, not a and it was pool. busy it was busy so it wasn't like i was doing anything crazy but we were kind of like pointing people out together like people we found attractive in the pool or like if we were gonna fuck someone together what do you think of that person like it was just fun and flirty and silly and meanwhile i'm just rubbing my ass on his cock and i can feel it kind of getting hard a little bit and i turn around and start making out with them it was naughty yeah, it was the first time you actually had gotten in touch with me you texted me and you and I were just chatting a little bit and you're like, yeah, we're, we're hanging out the pool, taking a break. I mean, yeah, you have to because like this was going on all fucking day. Yeah, it was wonderful. So anyway, then we stop, we go and get a drink and I had a salad and then we go back up to the room and now it's round three, except this time I'm breaking out the vampire gloves and back to that whole thing of like, this is a guy who is down for whatever. The second that I pulled them out, I was like, do you know what these are? He's like, I have no fucking idea. Oh, he's never seen them. No. Oh, and no this idea. is a BDSM guy. So I was kind of surprised by that. But did he, was he able to get them on? Did, did he fit? Did yeah, he fit yeah. Yeah. So I told him what they were and how you use them and everything and he's like oh i'm so down that sounds super fucking hot i'm like okay so i go on go in and put on a different piece of lingerie i come out and he wanted me to lay on my back on the bed so i get on the bed and he just starts using the vampire gloves all over me up and down my legs he has me turn over at one point he's doing it up and down the back of my legs onto my ass he's doing a little bit on my shoulders on my the back of my arms it is driving me fucking crazy and i know we've talked about the vampire gloves many times before but let me tell you, if you have never experienced these things, it will change your fucking life. Even if you're not into pain play, because I know that they look super intimidating yeah. and I like them for pain play, but they don't have to be used for that. They can be incredibly sensual. It just basically makes every single cell in your body just stand at attention. Yeah, it's you get hypersensitive. You do not need them. You don't have to be rough with them. In fact, I think probably some of the best sensation is not being rough with them. Just that kind of very gentle, almost gliding around in certain areas, not even erogenous zones or what you would think are typically erogenous zones, right? Like the back of the knee, the back of the arm, forearms, shoulders. Yeah, places it's, with thin skin. Yeah. Absolutely. feels so fucking good. So anyway, that he does that for quite a while. And then I was like, do you want to spank me with them on? And he was like, sure. So I bend back over the bed and he starts spanking my ass with the vampire gloves. And it drives me fucking crazy. I don't know what it is about that sensation. I'm not usually even into like stingy play that much, but for 
I don't know. It's just, it's the combination of the leather with the little pokies and the pressure that's coming down on it. It just feels so fucking good. So he's going back and forth between each ass cheek doing that. And then he's like, I want to fuck you and continue to do this. And I'm like, yeah. perfect. So I'm still bent over the bed. You know, he puts on a condom, comes up behind me, starts fucking me and is still spanking my ass with the vampire gloves. Drove me fucking crazy. I probably was not even in that position with his cock inside of me for more than 60 seconds before I had my first orgasm no, i'm not surprised you get so fucking worked up over those things oh my god it was amazing and there was one moment i look back at him i'm looking at you know the the expression on his face it is so animalistic like just i don't even know how to describe Thirsty. it like he's a wild animal just like fucking pouncing on me that's what it looked like it was so fucking hot there's nothing quite like knowing what it is that you want and being able to translate that to someone that you have, you know, you've got that rapport with. Because listen, you can't hand those to just anybody. No. Right? You just can't. No, you rip your skin off if you're uh, not careful. Yeah, you could, you could get really fucked up with those things. But passing them on to someone who's open to using them, who's never used them before, and then, you know, being conscientious enough to do the right thing. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hot. It was so fucking hot. There was one another moment that he took one of the gloves off. He's pulling my hair from behind while he's spanking the other ass cheek with the vampire glove. And fucking me at the same time felt so fucking good again i didn't have to think in this moment this man was in control he had complete and total autonomy over me in that moment i mean of course i could have used a safe word i could have told him to stop but i didn't want to it all felt so good and it felt so nice to just like have this stress relief and allow him to make the decisions. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly what it is. It's just letting yourself go in you know the best possible way. And by the way, I like using just one because it still gives you the ability to do things like pull hair, choke somebody, restrain somebody, and using that one hand. Very difficult to do with those two damn gloves on. Yeah, absolutely. So then he takes off both of the gloves. He wants me to get back up on the bed. So I do. I lay on my back. He gets on top of me, starts fucking me again. And it was really interesting because I think because we had just done the vampire glove thing and he's spanking my ass and you know he's talking about how red my ass is and everything now he is worked up so when he starts fucking me on top it is rough it is angry it is heated it is just fucking passionate he is drilling me he's going so fucking deep and i'm just saying things like oh my god you're just you're hitting all sorts of spots and it feels so fucking good and there was one moment he kind of had my legs up a little bit so that he could have ample depth basically and he fucked me so deep i kind of like let out this like oh like (laughs) almost too painful but it still felt really fucking good and he just drilled me like that for probably a half hour again we're sweating all over each other there was one moment he went to go kind of like bite on my nipple and like drooled on it at the same time it was so fucking hot because again when you're in that mindset you don't give a fuck you don't care that his spits all over your tit your makeup's running your hair is fucked up it's all you know it's just a hot Mess. It's just so fucking sexy to just not give a shit about any of that. For sure. So <laughs> that went on for quite a while. And then I had this crazy orgasm. I almost shoved him out, but he somehow stayed inside of me. And I don't know what it was that transitioned in that moment. I don't know if it's just his natural ability to understand that there needed to be a come down from all of this. Yeah. But he went from that to like drilling the fuck out of me to he goes much slower. He starts making out with me. He starts telling me how good I feel. I mean, it became incredibly sensual. It was like aftercare while his cock was still inside of me, which I know is a thing. I'm not saying you can't have aftercare with cock inside of you, but I'm just saying I think that that was his version of aftercare. No, I think that's really important when you have that kind of session. Again, you know, when Jade and I play, it gets rough. And then you you, you have that time after where you're just kind of 
you know, it's just touching and rubbing and caressing and, you know, the softness and you know, taking it easy. You yeah. Know, coming down from it all. The whole thing was so sexy. So he's he's fucking me very kind of slowly and methodically. He starts whispering in my ear things like, good girl, thank you so much for taking that cock all day for me. And I'm like, oh, it drove me fucking crazy. And he totally knows my spots at this point because he's whispering it like right by my ear. He kind of nibbles on that spot right under my ear, drives me fucking insane i literally think that from basically almost nothing that going on and maybe like one other sensation i could totally have an orgasm that's uh, how much uh, it drives me fucking crazy i have no doubt that's very possible for you yeah. the breathing in the ear and the nibbling in that spot or the kissing on that spot right under my ear it's the ultimate aphrodisiac for me and he knows it and he uses it to his advantage so i have yet another orgasm and he's like do you have one more in you and i was like i don't know and he's like well we're gonna try <laughs> so he just keeps like very slowly sensually fucking me i have yet another another orgasm and then he comes again and this orgasm was so fucking crazy from him like his entire body started shaking it was shaking the bed it was so fucking hot because again i mean i i would assume i didn't ask him and i'm not a man but i'm assuming because we fucked for as long as we did that second session was probably two and a half to three hours of straight fucking i would assume you have to kind of hold back sure I mean, the average man can't last for three hours straight. No, you know, and here it goes again, people asking questions like, well, what if you ex have an experience, you know, from someone else that you can't give each other? Good, because I ain't doing that. You're not fucking me for three hours three hour, straight. Listen, that, I, I'm going to need a real fucking nap after that, probably <laughs> some kind of transfusion, maybe an IV. We fuck for a couple hours at a time, but some we usually take breaks and stuff in between. Yeah, but I'm not talking about... First of all, once take a break and another two or three hours. I'm good. Yeah, you're gonna have to replenish. I got. I gotta have something. I, transfusion, IV, shot of something. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but my point is, I think he was probably kind of edging himself throughout the session. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Getting close and then backing off a little bit, and then getting close and then backing off a little bit. So by the time he actually just let himself go, he yeah. had this crazy fucking orgasm. It felt like it lasted like two minutes straight. Well, I'll tell you this: the second time, at, you know, you, you have a guy has an orgasm. You play again. The second time is going to take a little bit longer. At least it does for me. It, that issue where, not an issue, but you are going to have to fuck a little longer to get that. Yeah, your to refractory that period is longer. Right. Yeah. But also you're hypersensitive. I am super fucking sensitive. So you got to be very careful to hedge your bets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it, there is some of that kind of edging going on. Well, I think this is just a man who knows his body very well, knows how to use it, knows how to use my body. I mean, this, this really was one of the best experiences I've had in a very long time. Um, it was connected. It was fun. It was silly. It was social. I mean, we took this break in the middle to have lunch and go hang out in the pool. I mean, it, it was everything that I would want out of a day with a play partner. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what you're looking for from someone that you know, certainly. Uh, you know, we tell people this a lot of times. If you're, you know, like, you know, don't meet somebody for dinner. Don't meet couples for dinner for the first time. You don't want to get stuck with somebody for two hours. It's a very different thing when you have a, a rapport and, you know, a connection with someone and they're going to spend that amount of time it's like look we're gonna have to get out of the room which means i'm gonna have to genuinely like you right right because you, you know you don't like everybody you're fucking it's not like you want to hang out with everybody you're fucking it's a very different thing so <laughs> i mean you, i don't i can't think of very many people we fuck that we don't want to hang most out most people they don't make those connections they right. don't want them so to spend that kind of time with somebody outside of the bedroom is uh, it could be awkward right yeah. so you got to make sure you like the person well if you don't like this guy i mean no, he's uh, one of the easiest people to fucking super like. super nice dude walks he's, you out i mean super nice guy yeah i wanted to come shake 
shake your hand. Thank you for the time. I mean, he's just a genuinely good dude with a fucking... His sexual prowess is off the fucking charts. I mean, this is a man who obviously has a lot of kink experience, a lot of BDSM background, but he can also be fun. It's It doesn't have to be this very, like, stringent thing the entire time. We laugh, we giggle with each other, we're silly. I mean, it, it was just, like, everything I could possibly want in a session I had. And I don't know. It's one of those things that I feel... This was, like, a rocking chair memory for me this day. I feel like I'm going to be 80 years old looking back at my life and be like, remember when I was 33 and I spent all day with that fucking hot dude and he just fucked my brains out all fucking day? Well, you got a couple of those, though, because the first time you went out of state to stay overnight for two nights... With, it was with him. No, it was only one night, but right, two but full days. Two full days. Yeah. You know, out of town, staying in a hotel for the purposes of seeing him. That's a big fucking deal. So there's a lot of pivotal moments in this whole thing. Yeah. You know? All right, so I got a question. So you're in the pool. You guys are hanging out. You're all over each other. And you're pinpointing people that you find attractive. Has it ever occurred to you or have you ever thought about you, let's say him or whoever, but Jordan for the moment, is there anything about you and he picking up somebody and playing with them that's like have you ever even thought about that not until that moment in the pool honestly but it would be kind of fucking hot yeah i mean i i could i don't think about it for myself i think about it for you i have no interest in that well i if i had a secondary partner at some point if i had if we were if we entered into a polyamorous dynamic and i was with somebody else i would want it to be somebody who wants to explore in the lifestyle differently than you and i do not because you know, I'm not comparing it to what you and I have. I love the dynamic that you and I have. But of course, there are certain things I want to do in the lifestyle that you don't want to do. And it'd be lovely to find someone who wants that. Fucking a super hot chick together? That doesn't suck. No, absolutely not. So, well, again, begs the question, right? Because we ask people this all the time. Well, you'll have a gal come in, but what about another guy? I wonder if that's something he even would entertain. Well, I was pointing out guys at the pool too. That's it. I mean, not necessarily for like, you know, the idea of right. the three of us doing something. But right, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't have a threesome with somebody with another woman if they wouldn't do the same with me with another man. No, I probably I wouldn't do it. No, I don't. Yeah, it's a little misogynistic yeah, for my ab- taste. Absolutely. But I was I was curious if that was something that was playing in your mind, because, again, you know, we talk a lot about different dynamics. If there is an external relationship, you know, why would you want to have the same kind of dynamic that you and I have? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I would rather see you do that. So, yeah, I think that's super fucking hot. So anyway, that is my Jordan story. The guy now has a name. You'll hopefully hear a lot more about him i would love to go to california again to see him at some point just have to align schedules and figure it out but yeah. i'm assuming you'll be hearing a lot more about jordan i have no doubt he's a popular cat around our house and then like i like you mentioned earlier in the episode we go out on date night we come home i get undressed i am literally covered in bruises my legs are bruised my ass is completely bruised i have a giant yep. bite mark on it my neck has a couple of bite marks Hot on mess. it what is that like for you is it hotter to you that i come home like that or not like that no 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 it, absolutely Harder than because obviously, so I picked you up, he walked you out, you got in the car, we're getting ready to go out, and you look like you had been hit by a truck. Hair is fucked up, you did the best you could, but you're still <laughs> fucking sweating. Every, your hair is all I'm like, oh, this will be interesting, you know. So we go out, have a drink, we have a good time, we go home, and then you take all your clothes off. I'm like, holy shit, you got the fucking full treatment, right? Yeah. And and I wouldn't allow you to shower or change or do anything either. I wanted you in that condition. Yeah, that's to all me the is, scent and the pheromones. That to and... me is the super fucking most incredible thing that there is. That's the hottest thing for me. 
that, that when people say, "Oh, you don't watch?" Fuck no, I don't need to watch. I don't, I don't need to see that. I know exactly what happened, right? <laughs> I can see what happened. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I mean, I would. I'll listen if you know if there's a way I can do that where it's not intrusive. I, I don't mind listening once in a while, you know, like when you have someone come over in the middle of the night, kind of thing. Super hot. I would much rather hear it later. Yeah. hundred fucking percent hear it later. Makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to be talking a little bit more about this on the bonus episode. This was literally hours of fucking. So I think I'm going to share some additional details that aren't going to be heard anywhere else for our Patreon members. If you enjoy the show, if you want more bonus content, that is the perfect place to go. And of course, we endlessly appreciate the support that we receive from our Patreon community. They are the ones that have allowed us to grow our show. They have become friends. We talk to them every day in our Telegram chat group. They're wonderful people to us and we can't tell you how much we appreciate them so if you want to be one of those people get the bonus content support the show head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers if you want to see the far more triple x stuff my only fans is really heating up i have some videos that are going to be posted very soon and that is onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers if you would like to join us for an upcoming event we would love for you to check them all out we have a ton that are going to be launching this week as well including in texas Yes, we're going to be in Austin. And in Portland. Portland, too. And lots of fun fucking places. So if you guys want to come to one, members.frontporchswingers.com. And uh, do we have anything else this week? Just a lot of fucking events happening. We've got the pool party. We've got the Real Hot Wives of Vegas. We're going to be at Sea Mountain again. we got to figure all that out. we got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, we are always busy, as you guys know. Uh, so we're going to sign off on that. And thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.